Yo, back again, listeners. You can find us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Do your job, lad. I do my job, lad. Do your job. Hey, Roundtree, I'm mad for this one, you know, blood. Back again! Hey, we got my striker in it, yeah? We got lacquer as well, blood. Done, no! I'm on my who? I'm on my what? I'm on my who? I'm on my what? I'm on my who? I'm on my what? What's going on, people? Troops TV. Back again. You understand? Hey, listen! You see this one here, blood. You understand? This might be the greatest back again with troops episode ever. You understand? Because before I even get into anything, bro, I have to, I have to, I have to introduce the legend that has blessed back again with troops, blood. You understand? It's, it's an amazing thing, bro. You get me? I grew up watching this man. You understand? The first time I met him, he was like, "Yo, troops!" What? I was like, "Rotted!" Like, man, raw. What? What's going on? You understand? And then you get me. Me and him have grown to. You understand, have a friendship and whatnot. And I see him as like a as like a big unks, you get me? So, you understand, before I big up Heineken and them thing, I have to big up the legendary Kevin, Kevin Campbell, you understand? Because to have you on the show, unks, like, there's levels to this one, you get me? Troops, listen, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, to see your rise from where you started to where you are now. And it's a pleasure for, for me to come on because I think what you guys are doing, you and Zah and, and the team, He's brilliant for Gooners all over the globe, mate. And um, we're all Gooners at the end of the day. And we all want the same thing. We all want Arsenal to be successful. So thanks for having me on. Nah, man, it's, 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 it's a privilege and honour. You get me? But like I said, back again with Troops, presented by Heineken. Well, I think it's episode 83, Eliza. 83. You get 83. me? We're we're, we're remembering the things now, you understand? I'm like certain man, you get me? We'll get into that though, but back again with Troops, you already know is presented this week by Heineken. You get me? The Euros, we all had a lot of fun, you understand? I know Kev was loving it, seeing England ride the wave to the final, you understand? I'm sure he had a Heineken right next to him because that's the only company. I did, I had a 0-0. Zero, zero. You see zero, what I'm saying? <laughs> you yeah, see what I'm zero, saying? Zero, yeah. You see, Ox knows about the team, you get me? That <laughs> premium lager with the A yeast. You understand? You already know. You could grab one from your local retailer, get one delivered to the crib, but please make sure you're 21 and over and please drink responsibly. You get me? Ox, man, like, this is a mad thing, bro. Like, I'm looking at my screen, I'm like, yo, Ox is just right there, you know, like, Zah, this is mad alive, man. This is, I mean, it's a, I, as, as I said before we started recording, my brother's a little bit older than me, so he was, he's been an Arsenal fan uh, before I was. I called him yesterday to tell him what I'm doing today. I am living his dream right now, so it's an honor, it's, it's, it's an honor to meet you, and uh, I'm very excited for this. So what's your brother's name? Ed Zai, his name is Ed Zai. He's down in, Ed Zai. Uh, down in Florida, yeah. Ed Zai, listen, well... When you watch this, Edzai, remember, your brother sorted this out with troops. All the best, Edzai. God bless. Oh, my God. I just won brother of the year right there. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, listen, when you go to the next family party, you ain't buying no liquor, blood. Liquor's yeah, right. there. You're, you're All on him. Boy, you're, walking in that, All on yeah, him. you're walking in like Prince Hakeem, blood. They're going to put you on a chair and hold you up, blood. You understand? You're going to be some real Princess Amunda thing. Trust me, bro. You get oh, me? Yeah. 
understand? This is the transfer wrap up. And I thought it was only right that we got like a, a respected opinion on the, on the show for this episode. You get me? Because we get a lot of, we get a lot of madness when we say what we say. You get me? So it's, it's good to see from another perspective. You get me? Obviously mm -hmm. King Kev, he is like a respected pundit. You see him on Sky Sports and all of that doing his thing. The transfer window's closed. Um, what do you make of the business that Arsenal did in that window? Troops, I'm going to be honest with you. Out of 10, I rate it probably a six. And here's the reason why. We know there was holes in our squad. We know there were certain players we got linked to, like we always do and never get troops. Zah, you know, we, that is always Arsenal's thing. But I like Ramsdale. Now that he's in and I, I've done my homework, good young keeper. Ben White is a good player. Unfortunately, the first game didn't quite go our way. Um, and it, then he got COVID. So we've not actually really seen him. Lakonga, who I think has been outstanding for us, I think he's a really good player. 21 years old. People would have thought, you know, maybe it's going to take a bit of time for him to get going. But he looks, he looks ready. He looks ready. And I'm looking forward to him and... Thomas Party playing together because I think that that should be really good. Odegaard, I think, helps us going forward. Not only does it take some pressure off Smith-Rowe and Saka, I think um, Odegaard, who's a captain of, of Norway, I think he adds a bit of quality to, to our team, which we've lacked, if, we're, if I'm honest with you. And Tomiyasu, the, the new right-back, who we've been, we've been screaming out for a right back. And especially, I'm sure we're going to cover AZ Maitland Niles at some stage. But you know, here's the crazy thing, Troops and Zah. A lot of Arsenal fans weren't complaining, weren't crying out for Ainsley Maitland Niles two weeks ago to be in the team. Now, all of a sudden, Ainsley Maitland Niles says, oh, all I want to do is play because he wants to get a move. Now all the fans are starting to say, no, he's been treated bad, he's been treated bad. No, he should have been doing that stuff at the start of pre-season if he wanted to play. So I think it's been a, a decent window. We still, as far as I'm concerned, could have done with a Basuma. I still think we could have done with a striker. I was big on going for Tammy Abraham because I think we lack yeah, height you. and power. I saw you pushing that on Sky, saying that he's like a plan B because we, do, we don't really have that focal point at the top. We haven't had that since Giroud. Exactly, Troops. And we do get... When you watch us play, we do get down the sides. And when you put crosses in, we've got nobody in there to, to even challenge and have a physical presence. So I thought Tammy English, England international, loves Arsenal, would have been the perfect signing for us. But... Obviously, that didn't happen, and I've, I don't know if you've seen what he's doing at Roma. Yeah, his link-up. Like, he, he looks he, like a he, different man. He's going on with things out there, you know what I mean? Mm. So, fair play to him. But there are still holes, troops. There are still holes in our squad. You know, we, we've got, we saw Balogun, we saw Martinelli. They're still young, they're still learning their trade. And if, if, if Aubameyang and Lacazette don't carry this team, we haven't really got anybody else to, to carry it. So that's why I only give it a six. I'm surprised you gave it such a high rating. 
I gave it a four. I think it was a four because I think we dilly dallied. I think uh, Tommy Yashu, uh, what I've, because same with, I, I didn't know this brother. Mm. So I, I never had a clue about him. So I straight away was like, when I saw we was into him, I was like, yo, who, is he good? Who is this guy? Like somebody, in, like, somebody let me know. I need some information on this brother because mm. the, whole, the whole window, there was nothing linked towards him. I see, I heard there was a link earlier with him to them man there down the road. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I never saw a link with us. Mm-hmm. So when I've gone and looked up now, he looks all right. He's a strong lad. He can go up and down the flank. He's, he, he can ping it on, on, on left and right. Mm-hmm. He's versatile. But the thing that worries me is that because he's so versatile, I can fully see Arteta pushing him into like left centre-back and then we're going to see Cedric, Cedric or, or Chambers at the right-back position. I don't even think that he's been brought in as a right-back because his... He's so versatile that he he might you know I Zah what do you think? Because that's what I'm thinking right now. Like I can see us going to a back five and him being the the third centre back in that back five with like Gabriel Ben White and then him and then probably Tierney and then it will probably be Chambers and and Cedric fighting for the right back spot and then you know Ainsley will get onto that. He's got no chance in hell. Shout out Vince McMahon, no chance in hell. Fact you understand? But Zah. No, so so it's another. I think it's another Ainsley Maitland now situation waiting to happen. The versatility that's been so because he can play so many positions, he can't really nail one position down in the team, and that will probably keep him. You know, we probably won't get the best out of him uh, that way. But uh, in terms of transfer rating, Uncle Kev, I, I think you're a bit too, bit too kind. I I would give it a I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. That's a three. <laughs> So, so we got people in, right? We got people in. That's good. But are these people good enough to take us to the next level? Because we need to get better here. We need to get back into Europe and all that. So it's all good getting people, getting people in and all, but we need to improve. So I'm looking at, for example, Sambi. Uh, Sambi. Sambi's a young, I mean, I love all these guys. I wish them all well and all that, but let's call it as it is. Sambi hasn't even appeared for Belgium yet. You know, it's a wait and see kind of thing. He's at, he's looked good, but over 38 games, I guess we just got to have to wait and see. Uh, ben White was what, like fourth, uh, fourth string, fourth string center back for, 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 for England or, or whatever. So I'm a bit worried on the level of quality of our signings, which is why, yes, okay, we did get people, but are they going to take us? Are they going to move us forward or we're just going to get people? It's just pretty much swapping something. It's the same for same kind of deal and just staying at the same level that we're at. Yeah, uh, for, for me, I don't think it's the, the swapping of, of... I think the quality's different. I think... And, and this is the difficult thing for, for Gooners. We, we are not shopping at Harrods anymore, guys. Yeah. We are not yeah. shopping at Harrods anymore. The, the problem Arsenal have had with the legacy recruitment that they've had because Arsenal have spent money. And we should have a lot more assets to be able to trade. Our only tradable piece is a lad from Halen, Joe Willock. He's the only one we could sell. Nobody wants our players. We have to loan them out. We have to pay them off. We have to do whatever. This is the problem of legacy at our football club. So when you recruit now, to go for the, those ones are who you say make a difference, the big changes... You're up against the Chelsea's, you're up against Manchester City's, you're up against Real Madrid, you're up against Bayern Munich, you're up against all the big boys. 
and you can't compete. Why? One, they're, they're same level or even bigger. Two, they're playing Champions League football. And three, a lot of these teams could pay more wages than you can. Arsenal have to cl- cut their cloth accordingly. So how do we do it? We have to do it a different way. We have to do it by getting young players who are hungry and develop. That's what we have to do. And it pains me to say it because I want to win now. You want to win now, troops. Zah, you want to win now. All the gooners, work. you want to win now. But unfortunately, Arsenal are not at that spot right now. When I'm sure we're going to touch on owners. I'm sure we're going to touch on manager. But the manager and the owners are inextricably linked. Why? Because they overlooked two times experienced managers like Allegri, etc., to come in and, and put this ship back on the road. They've ignored that twice and brought in a novice who I believe not our strongest team, but it's the ones that are not starting week in, week out that we saw against Manchester City. They're the ones who are going to end up getting him the sack. Obviously, he, the buck stops with him. But we're, we're not strong enough as a squad. And that's why I would only give it a six. And if you, if you, if you think it's free, Zah, I don't know who you expect us to sign because <laughs> I'll be honest with you. We've spent 100 and, what is it, 145, 50 million, something like that. Here's the, here's the thing, guys. 156.8 million. Here's the thing, though, troops. All we're ever doing at Arsenal right now is playing catch-up. We're trying to play catch-up to catch-up some of those other teams. Because remember, they've gone big year after year after year. Now they've got the squads. You look at their squad. Their squad is strong across the board. Man United's squad is strong across the board. Chelsea, United, City, Liverpool. They only need a few bits. You look at Arsenal, you don't know where to start. So that's why I gave it a six. Do you know what as well, Nat? With the Ben White situation, was he needed? Because we've got Saliba. And you've seen how well he's done out on loan. When we bought Saliba, he was the truth. He's the next Varane. He's the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah? His partner alongside him in um, Sanity M was Fafana. Mm-hmm. Fafana's gone to Leicester. We've seen what Fafana's done. Saliba was the more rated centre-back out of the pair. If Fofana has gone in and done what he's done in Leicester, what do you expect Saliba is going to do if he is even, he's higher rated? Do you understand? We've got to spend 50 million on a ball-playing centre-back, yeah? But he can't jump. you understand? We've got no one in our defence that can win headers. Holding's useless in the air. Ben White's too small. He can't get up. Chambers, don't even get me started. Mari. Mari, I could get Trey to jump and Trey will beat him in the air. And Trey's eight, yeah? You understand? Kalazanak, because he's going to play as a third centre-back. He can't jump. It's literally Gabriel. You've got Mavropanos, who's been loaned out again. He's good in the air, but I don't know how he'll play over 38, but he's good in the air. And then you've got Saliba. 
who's everything good in the air, good on the floor. Has Papapana's gone through? Have we sold him now? Have we sold him? Yeah, we sold him early. Yeah, I think we sold him early in the in the window. I thought well, it was listen, a loan again. But we'll check. It might have, it might have been a loan. But do you yeah. know what? He ain't gonna play, or he'd, he'd have been at the club. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, Saliba with the Saliba situation, shouldn't we have gone to Brighton and said, "Here's fifty million for Basuma"? I think we went to Brighton and took the wrong man because if you literally put in Saliba, Gabriel, Tierney, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, or um, Tommy Yashu that we've got in now. That's a so- that I-, I can work with that back four. That's a proper back four, bro. That's yeah. solid. That's gonna work. They're all gonna fight. You understand? For, like, I don't get the Ben White thing. Truth. It makes sense. Of course, it makes sense. But here's the problem: the manager doesn't think, or he's either he doesn't think he's ready, which is one. Two, we know that Saliba had some some personal issues with family. He lost. He lost one or both of his parents or whatever. So his mental health, he wanted to go back to France to play. So they, they gave him that allowance last season. And I honestly thought this preseason, he's going to get a chance. We're going to get a chance to see him yeah. because big, physical, that's what we want to see. We want to see a man who could hurt a man. A man like, you, know I mean? you played alongside them kind of man, them Tony Adams, man. You see them, you're like, yo, yeah, Yo, you, this guy's you know, he's gonna battle. The opposition are not gonna fancy playing against this guy. But again, I think what they done was they offered, they said to him, "We want you to go on loan to a Premier League club so we could monitor you," and he didn't want that troops. He wanted to go back to 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 France. Now, because of obviously what he's been through, maybe. Remember, he's a, he's a young man, you know, troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's what, still is he 19, 20. 20. I think he's 20 now. He's 20 now. So 21. 19 years, 20. You know, he's still a young man. And, and to, for that to happen to you, I think a bit of compassion came into it. Because at, at the end of the day, I would have loved him to be at Arsenal right now. I would have loved it. But he's not. And we're seeing what he's doing there. And we look at us and we're all over the place at the back. So... Again, I can only but agree with you, but the fact of the matter is, what have they done? They've rubber-stamped his wishes to go back to France. He's happy there. He's cool there. I don't know whether we can recall him in January. I don't know. I doubt but, it because our board, they don't have sense to put in these clauses. You understand? Well, they don't well, even have a buyback clause for Willock. Well, I, I, would like to, I would like to think we can get him back in January. I'd like to think so. Whether we can or not, I don't know. But I think that the, the, the likes of him deserve his chance. Uh, but again, we, we, we're, we're soft, troops. We're, I hate to say it. Right we're that. soft. We're soft. We've got a soft underbelly. Brentford beat us up. Lukaku beat us up. And Manchester City didn't need to do anything because... The, 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 the back boys were so scared. They didn't even have to do anything fancy to beat us. So we have to restock. We have to get Gabriel back. I think he's going to be key. Yeah. Get Gabriel back. Get Ben White back beside him. Whereas Gabriel likes to be aggressive and attack it. Ben White could sweep up. And Tomiyashu comes in, who's a, a better defender than we've had there for a while. So if you get that going, now we stand a chance. 
Give me one second. I need to get my charger. Literally 10 seconds. Yeah. I hate it's tough, tough times, tough times at the club, Uncle. It really is. Zard, yeah. look, we've, we've seen it coming for 15 years. For 15 years, yeah. Yeah, this is the... And, and you know, every season we see Arsenal stand get, getting slower and then in the end they stand still. Because fourth place used to be dangled at, at everybody. Fourth place was dangled at everybody and the Arsenal fans lapped it up. But they didn't realise we were standing still. Standing still, yeah. But what happened is all the other teams start getting money and the transfer window, other teams start to buy, you know, you think of, we could have got, got Kante, but we got Xhaka. We got Xhaka, so yeah. But other, te other teams like Leicester then got Kante. Do you understand what I mean? So what yeah. we should have been doing is getting the right players. We missed all the right players, brought in so-called the wrong players, and we, everyone else starts getting better than us. And that's yeah. where we're at. And they keep moving forward. They keep moving and we're, we're playing catch-up. That's what we're doing. You said Granite. You mentioned Granite Xhaka. Now, that slides perfectly into the next bit. He was literally out the door. He was out the door. It was done. Roma was done. He was Mourinho's guy. They've given him a new contract. We've seen what this man has done since he's been at the club, 2016. Most red cards. Most. Nobody is a liability like him, in my opinion. Yet again, in a big game, he's let us down. How do they give him a new contract? I think there's, what, there's, only, like, there's only one way. There's only one way, troops. And... I don't like it because you know when he threw the when he threw the captain's armband down. No, that's when I was yeah. done. I was done with Saka then. I was done with him then. He should have never played for the football club again. He don't do that to our Arsenal. No chance. But here's the problem. I think Roma and Mourinho wanted to take the wanted to take the, the Mickey. They 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 wanted to offer us a lot less than he was worth. And fine, fair enough, Arsenal stood up and said no. If you're not pay, going to pay us what we agreed, I think it was 17, 18 million, you're not going to get him for 14 or 13 million. So they stood their ground on that one. And for all the players who we got linked to midfielders, we got linked to Locatelli, we got linked to Neves, we got linked to Basuma at times, we got linked to even Madison. None of them have come. None of them have come off. So even though troops... If we, if we got rid of Xhaka, we never brought another one in. And that's what you try to do. You try and bring the player in first and then you get rid of Xhaka. But we couldn't even do that. That's why in the end, Xhaka must have said, I'm just going to run my contract down then. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run my you, contract down. But then you've got, but then you've got Torreira knocking on the door saying that I want to play for Arsenal this year. No, I don't understand. People cannot tell me Torreira is not a better option than Granit Xhaka in the midfield. You've got Guendouzi there as well. His man, it's, it's, it's his man management of players as well. The way he's dealt with Torreira, disgusting. Saliba, disgusting. Pepe, disgusting. There's so much man that this man has come in and just ruined. He's ruined Aubameyang. He's ruined Aubameyang. This is not Aubameyang. He's ruined him. 
He looks he, he looks half the man that he is. Like it's not Aubameyang. It's not. It's not. It's, it's this is not Aubameyang. And people can't because you can't tell me he's slow. He's lost his finishing. He's there because you saw even though it's West Brom, you saw that his the mind instinct, is still. Work. Instinct, you understand the, the goals. You get me. The, the you don't lose that. For me, like I, I don't know. Like, what's your thoughts on Arteta? Because for me, his man management, yeah, his man management, his in-game, uh, his in-game management. Halftime when we lose, when we're losing at halftime, we don't come back in games. We don't draw games. We lose games. His substitutions is is useless. Eighteen months in, we we don't know um, our starting eleven. Eighteen months in, we don't have a style of play. Nuno's been in Tottenham for like two months, and I see a style of play when I watch them. I see what they're trying to do. Everton, Rafa's gone in there two months. They hate him. One of his head on a stick because of the Liverpool links. Mm. He's gone in there and he's got them moving. You can see what they you can see what they're trying to do. We've got a man here for eighteen months, and we still don't know what's going on. Troops, you could listen. You you you, you hit good points, one hundred percent. But here's the crazy here's the crazy thing, and this is the crazy thing. Mikel Arteta, when he came into Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal were a mess. Arsene Wenger, the, the, the players after Arsene Wenger, and then Unai Emery, they, they ended up getting Unai Emery to say. Emery's a, he, as proven, he's a, good, he's a good manager. He knows what he's doing. But the players, for whatever reason, couldn't gel with him, especially in the second season, and they ended up getting him to say. Mikel Arteta came in, and it didn't start off too well. We started to see a couple of performances against, I think it was Chelsea and Manchester United. We saw good performances. We lost against Chelsea, but we done Manchester United. And you thought, yeah, we could see. We run out of steam, but you could see what was going on. I just, I personally don't think the players can play consistently enough the way he wants them to play. I, I honestly believe that because... We've seen snippets. We've seen the team play well in, in periods. But if you're going to be a team of note, like Arsenal are, you're going to have to play consistently well. Then they, he goes into the FA Cup and wins the FA Cup and beats Manchester City and Chelsea. And you, I was like, whoa, what's going on? Because we thought it's all done against City, really. We hope we win. He done that. Went a goal behind against Chelsea in the final. Troops went a goal behind. We came back and won the game. So it's like, okay, but that put more pressure on the second season. Or should I say, after that break, we go into. And we were awful last season. Let's, let's have it right. First half, we were awful. The team kind of came back in the second half of the season, which was to be expected. But it was a bad season. Eighth again, you know, could have done, should have done a lot better. I just don't think that he's got the players. He is a novice learning on the job. And they've given him the man. Remember, he was a coach before. They've given him the manager's job. And there will be, there will be some heads knocking in the dressing room, 100%. But what he's had to contend with getting rid of the Urzils and Mustafis and all these guys in the dressing room who had a stranglehold on the dressing room isn't easy. But like I've said, ultimately, 
He's a novice learning on the job. He is. That he is. And it's not, it's not good enough for Arsenal. That's why I believe they will, they will sack him in the end. Troops. I, I, I want him to succeed. Listen, I want Arsenal to always do well. But I think he will get the sack in the end. And then it's a matter of who else comes in. Because you know what happens after that, Troops? You bring a manager in who you think could do the business and then it don't happen under him. Then where, where do we go from there as a football club? So because are we supposed we, to just stick with our yeah, tech and just ride it out? Like, I, what are we well, supposed to act like you're trying, Uncle? Well, for me, what I would do, Troops, what I would do, Zar, is this. I would let Arteta... We, we, need all our, we need our better players back. Get our better players back and then see. Because the next three games are telling troops. Zah, you know that. We if, got we go behind to, if we go behind to Norwich, I'm scared, you know. Yeah, of course. Listen, if they score first, I am bricking it. The record of, of, of us going behind and coming back, obviously, is non-existent. Norwich, Burnley, who... Who beat us at the Emirates, and then we, we only took a point off them last season. And then the North London Derby troops. He needs, he needs his strongest team out there for the next three games. We've got to be going into the North London Derby with two wins. Right? Two wins. Because you go into that, and it, if it goes pear shaped in that, you know what the crowd are going to do. You know what the crowd are going to do. I always usually say it's 10 games. After 10 games, you find out where you are. It, no, if you don't beat Norwich and you don't beat Burnley and then you go into North London Derby, rock bottom, and you lose that, then, you know, it's, it's, he's, he's, going to get, he's going to get fired. He is. You say he needs his players, but he's made 14 signings. Mm -hmm. Well, 15 now, because now we got um, Tommy Yashu. Tommy Yashu. Mm -hmm. He's made 15 signings and he's given eight players new contracts. So that's 23. Yeah, it's but a remember. It's a 25 man squad. So, so what? Man are telling me we're going to get two players. We're going to be Champions League contenders, Premier League contenders. No, troops. Troops. How many, players does, he, how many no. players does he need? It's Truth like, do you know what it is? You, he has to have everything set. Like, ev everyone's got to be fit or it's not working. No, if no, one man's out, it's done. Troops, here's our problem. Here's our problem. The players he has to sign from the old regime is because he can't get rid of them. He can't get rid of them. The holdings of this world. But Holding was Holding. Um, sorry to interrupt. Holding, mm. he was um, Newcastle came in last season, twenty million bid, twenty yep. million they offered for us, and we turned it down. Mm -hmm. We got Holding for like two, three million. Two, from, three million. Um, where, where did we get from again? Was it uh, Bolton? Bolton. I think. Was Bolton. it Bolton? Bolton. Was yeah. it Bolton? Because we got um, who did we get from Charlton that year? Yeah, I think it was Jenkinson. You see? But we, we was offered 20 million for holding last year. He's turned it down. Kept him in the squad and then given him a new contract. Yeah, so because is, is we're he losing centre-backs. 
You're losing centre-backs. You're losing David Luiz, who's a starter. And whatever anybody no, says last, about David that, Luiz... That was last season, though. We still had... Luiz left at the end of last season. No, the that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, we but, still had Luiz. We still had... Gabriel came in. Yeah. Saliba weren't ready. Remember, he was out on loan. So, you've got four centre-backs. Even Mari was there. Holding Mari, Gabriel, and Louise. And, and, you, and you're in the Europa League as well. True. Mm. So you need... You need uh, sorry, and Mustafi was there until they, he, he got rid of him in January. Yeah. So you, you're working with five centre-halves. You know Mustafi's not good enough. You know that. Holding and Mari are the backups. Louise and Gabriel are starters. Gabriel... Gabriel gets injured and he gets COVID. David Luiz picks up at, uh, gets sent off at Wolves and he gets injured. So we're having to rely on the likes of, of Holding and Mari. And to be fair to them, they didn't do too bad when they got in troops. But, they was didn't he do deserving too bad. Of a, but was he deserving of a new contract? Yeah, yeah but this, here's the whole thing, you see, troops. When, when, you have a, when you have a player like that who's playing, who's doing well, it's either one or two things. Okay, if you don't give him a new contract, he can leave. And the reason why he, he's going to be able to leave is because he's not, on a, he's not on big money. He's on small money. But then you have to replace him. And when Arsenal come knocking troops, you better dig deep because you ain't getting man for, for cheap money. You're not. The price goes up. The price goes up. Ben White costs 50 million. Is he worth 50 million? They paid it, but he's not really worth 50 million. That's English tax as well. Well, it's, 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 it's all of the above. But the, the, the problem Arsenal have troops, they don't have the squad anymore. We, Arsenal have players who have failed with three other managers. But the problem is you don't have the money to change everybody. But that's what I don't get then. If they failed, why are they still being rewarded with new contracts? We're, we're, we're rewarding failure. Troops, unfortunately, it's a football club. And the football club have to try and protect assets. This is the name of the game. Now, These money ain't assets. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing, though, troops. To re-sign Holding to a longer-term contract, if somebody wants him, then you keep his value. If you don't sign him and he gets to one year left, troops, he's just going to run his contract out. We, we, how many times have we seen that happen at Arsenal? And yeah, they might not be the level that we need. But you know what? There's still some value in, in Rob Holding because we only got him for two million. So it's, it's a hard one to take. And it's, it's frustrating. I get it. It is frustrating. But you know what? We're juggling the legacy of the past, which is terrible recruitment, with trying to move this thing forward right now. And, and we're being held like that. We're being held by both sides because we can't get away from this because we can't even sell these guys. Yet, we're trying to move the football club forward, but we don't have the funds to really make a difference here. So we're being held. We've been held by the legacy and we're trying to do things and bringing youngsters in to, 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 to get the club moving. It, it's a painful position. It really is.
But sometimes, don't you have to just say, you know what, let's have to cut our losses, bro, and just, you know what, just, you understand, if they're coming take in with chunk change, yeah, just take the L and just get all this shit off the, off the, off the roster, as they say over Yatlan, the roster, <laughs> you understand, get all this shit, blood, yeah, because for me, it's just, it's, I can't, like, growing up as a kid, yeah, watching the players who played in that team, so like, you, righty, Tony, Rocky, R.I.P. The, the fight, the passion, the Mickey desire. Thomas, Paul Davis, Dixon, that's, Winterburn. Don't even, bro, like, I don't Bold. even, that's, that's what I grew up on. I'm not even talking about, like, Overmars and Petit and then Piera, the Robbie, uh, Bobby, Freddie, TT. You get me? Like, mm. the, what I grew up on was, like, that was Arsenal, bro. You understand? That was Arsenal. Remember who you are, what you are, and who you represent. Yeah? Yeah. Play for the shirt, play for the badge, and remember your name on the back. Famous two quotes, yeah? Mm-hmm. None of these players know what it means to play for Arsenal Football Club. None of these players deserve to play for Arsenal Football Club. And the problem is that they don't let the legends in. It's like they don't let you, man, in the club. They don't let you around them. Why are they keeping you away? <laughs> You know why? Why is that? that that's a, like, why is that? Because you know I don't why? see... Because the like, truth will come when, out. I'm telling you because I see Petit going mad. I see Petit moving like me. The I'm truth, like, raw. The truth, troops. The truth, the truth will hurt. There's a, there's a saying. But isn't that what they need? Some home truths. Well, there's like, a I see, saying. I see big... I see Saul Campbell on, on live on Sky offering his service for defensive <laughs> coach. Offering. I'm like... Bro, are you not not see like you're going to City and getting a defensive coach yeah, who's come and made us worse? Let me get that in yeah. And when we took him from City, the City fans were laughing. They were happy we took him. So we're not only taking Chelsea rejects, now we're taking Man City rejects. And then you've <laughs> well, got legendary players who were like greats in the game. Like 2002, Saul Campbell was the best centre back in the world. Let's get it right. Yeah, he was the best centre back in the world. There was no one on what he was on. Yeah, that season, that first season at Arsenal, he was even up to oh, even up to oh four. In that period, you couldn't really put a centre back against him. Legend mm. of the club. Yeah, invincible, two-time Premier League winner, mm. double winner. Yeah, we put him in your bracket. Yeah, mm. you man won proper trophies. Yeah. You understand? And then you got him on live, live, big Sky Sports saying, yo, come and get me. I will sort out this defence. Why would they not take the help? Troops. They already had one of the guys in the, in the, in the club and they just let They're him bold. go in the summer. Bold. Yeah, bold. They, wouldn't let, they wouldn't let him do the, what the knowledge he has. They wouldn't let him train the guys. But here's the problem, you see, troops. But why is that? Troops, here's the problem. Modern day players don't want to do it. Because you know what? If I've got Steve Bold there at the club and I'm a defender, I'm tapping into him. I'm doing the extra on the training yeah. pitch. Yep. Teach, t- show me, tell me, how do I improve? But yet you got Steve Bold there for all these years. And Arsenal have struggled defensively. That don't make sense. It, 
again, modern day players are not the same. They're not the same as the old school. We want to, if you want to win, you got to be good in defense. Bottom line. There's a, saying, there's a saying that happens in America is the same in England. You know? Offense is good, but defense, you win championships. Defense wins championships. And that is so true. Because you know what? Going forward, we won the league troops on 1-0 to the Arsenal. Yep, yeah, 1-0. Well, if, you, if you don't concede, you don't lose. And then we got enough firepower to, to nick one or two. They don't want to. They think they know the game. It's a, it's a passer's league now, et cetera, et cetera. Nonsense. The game hasn't changed. The game is still about good players and good teams who can do the basics well. We cannot even do the basics at the moment. When Bold, when Bold came in, it was the 2012-2013 season. We just saw Van Persie. We just brought in Santi. And... I remember in those first few games, we looked defensively solid, solid. I was like, okay, cool. Bold's really doing some work on the training ground. Then a few years later, I heard a rumor that Arsenal's come on the training ground, seen Bold getting busy, and he said, yo, none of that. Yeah, back up. And he stopped him. I even heard when Titi was there, he was pulling strikers aside pulling Alexis, pulling Giroud and saying to them, yo, pulling Walcott and saying, yo, open your, you know what I mean? do, no, t- no, don't do. So is it a power trip? Because if Wenger's doing that, these men are the reason why you have legendary status in this club. It's the players. If you never had that squad, you wouldn't have won what you won. You wouldn't have done what you won. When you came into Arsenal, you came into Arsenal with the best back five. Mm-hmm. You understand? Seaman, Dixon, Adams, Bold, Di- um, Winterburn. Mm-hmm. Solid. You, you get me? You had Wrighty when you came. You had Burkamp when you came. You understand? Harlow. All, all these men. Mm. You understand? Now you look at it, you're like, bro, <laughs> why, why are you not going to get the people that help the club elevate, bring the club back to life? Ego. Ego. And... People wanting to do it themselves. I, I mean, I could give you a, I could give you so many instances where. Don't forget, he brought Thierry Henry to, to do his coaching and stuff like that. But you don't let him anywhere near the first team because that's mine. Mm. Now, if you're for, and I'm not criticizing anybody. This is just the truth. If, you're, if you want to improve, the eyes of somebody else can be very valuable for you. And they might see something that you don't see. These are top players. I mean, you talk about Thierry Henry and all these guys. Listen, Thierry Henry comes in and he's talking. I'm listening. Do you know what I mean? I'm listening. As a forward or defender, I'm listening. But they, they wouldn't let the legends near the team. They wouldn't let them have an imprint on the team. And when you don't do that, troops, the players think they're doing the right thing. They think that everything's hunky-dory, everything's good. But it isn't good. 
And that's how the club have fallen away and slowly but surely stood still. And now people are asking me all the time, look at West Ham. I say, yeah, look. I say, yeah, look at them. I said, because they've been slowly building. They've got players who are committed. I said, West Ham went to Manchester City last season and nearly beat them. I think it was a draw. It was 2-2. They, they should have won the game, Troops. Right? Why? Because they've got committed players. They've got players who want to defend. They've turned Mikel Antonio into a striker who is dangerous. He is dangerous. And they've got a functional midfield with Suchek and Rice in the center of the midfield who are strong, big, and they take some, they take some breaking down. Arsenal, we're soft. And this is the problem. We are soft. And do you know what? Norwich are, are going to rub their hands together thinking, Arsenal at bottom, and, we're, and they're coming to our place. They're, look, nah, they're looking. It's they're, Emirates. So, well, we're going to their place. So they're coming to our place. Yeah. They're going to say, well, let's put it on them. Let's make it as physical as possible. Because the crowd will turn if they come out. If they come out the gates, boom, like boom, the crowd. You know, you know the Emirates, Kev. I know the Emirates. You know the Emirates, Kev. I know. And and the longer it goes on that we don't score troops, you, the rumblings are going to start. So again. This is where not only do you have to be strong in, 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 in your game, you've got to be strong mentally. And I just don't see, unless we get our top players back, I think we're mentally weak. I, I really do. I think, even with, I think even with the top players, we're mentally weak. Because even last season, we had, we had the man in there, the Partys, the Gabriels, the, 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 the Pepes, the Aubameyangs, and you get me? It, it, it still didn't work. So I don't get this whole, this hope for like when people are saying like, oh, there's a lot of man out there, tear, tear. I just think Arteta just lives off excuses. Well, look, here's the thing, troops. Last season, we've, we saw the good, the bad and the ugly of Arsenal. Mm. First half of the season, it was horrible. We saw a good second half of the season. We saw us play some, some teams. We saw, we saw some ugly where we played Burnley, we should have been out of sight. We played Wolves, we should have been out of sight. But do you know what I honestly, truly believe about this team? This team were really affected when there were no fans there at the Emirates because the Emirates is usually a fortress for us. But now, now that the pressure's on, we, we need our big players because for me, yeah, we knew last season that some, some of the big players didn't quite work out. But if we look at some of the games, I mean, Leicester at home, Burnley at home, we should have been out of sight in those games. Mm. And we end up losing by the odd goal. If Jamie Vardy came on for Leicester and scored. You just knew what was going to happen when he came on. Mm-hmm. Aubameyang got an own goal against Burnley. They couldn't even score. We had to score their goal for them. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fine margins. But again, I just... I honestly think we, we spent the money, get the players in, and see how they go. Because if we, troops, Zah, if we can't beat Norwich at home, and, we, and we're going to struggle against Burnley, it, it, there's only one thing that's going to happen. There's you only one thing score. that's going to happen. 
look how bad he's got. We're talking about we can't even struggling to. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. But we uh, got sold the dream, troops. Moving from hybrid to the Emirates, we got sold the dream. Look at Tottenham. They just built a new stadium and they're blowing racks. They're not selling their best assets. Every year we had to sell someone. Henri, Fabregas, Nasri, Clichy, Adibayor, Haleb, everyone. They're keeping hold of Kane and they got a new stadium. So what, what, what the fuck were we told, bro? Pardon my French. What the and fuck? No, troops, we got sold down the river. Sold the dream. Yeah, we, we're going to challenge at the top table. And then when all of a sudden you get closer, oh, we're working on metrics now. BS. Fed fourth table, fourth in the table, fourth in the table, qualify for Champions League. Everybody's happy. Then as soon as the league starts getting better, Arsenal can't, Arsenal can't qualify anymore. Exactly. Now we have to rebuild. Because the lie is exposed now. These Sad man. Are, these men are building the biggest spliff you've seen in your life, bro. This, this spliff's going to be building until I'm dead. And the, the thing's still going to be fuck up. I'm going to be in my grave like this year. And Trey and Carter are going to be in the Emirates Stadium stress blood. Holding up banners. Like, yo, RIP dad. They're all frauds. Dad was right. You understand? I swear that. What? Listen. Before I let you go, yeah, because I know, I, th I think we've got like five minutes left. You know, Super Kev, very busy man. Who do you think had the best transfer window in the Premier League? Because we saw how Man United went and got for Ran, Sancho, CR7's back. We went and saw Chelsea move Super Sane, old school Chelsea, sound against deadline day, Lukaku. Yeah, you understand? Top, top signings. Liverpool ain't, yeah, Liverpool ain't done nothing. Liverpool done worse than us, if we're being totally honest. West Ham made a few good signings. Palace, I think that um, Edward from uh, Celtic. I think Patrick, I think Patrick's made some great signings, bro. Mm. Who do you think has like, how would you rate the transfer window like from, from let's, say, let's say your top five? Well, I, I think um, the, the, the best has been Manchester United by, by far. Better um, than Chelsea? Yeah, better than Chelsea. I do. I think Manchester United, because when you look at Manchester United, they finish. They finished second last season. And you, you look at them and they, you say, you look at their defence and you think, it's a decent defence, but who's world-class in it? They go and get world-class, World Cup winner, multiple Champions League winner from Real Madrid, Rafael Varane. Bang. In there, you think, hmm, all right, okay. A lot of their problem last season at times were Unlocking the defence. That's why they ended up losing the Europa League because they couldn't unlock um, Villarreal's defence. You go and get Sancho from Dortmund. Bang. And then you think to yourself, Edison Cavani, really good player, but he's, he's, he's old or older. There may be a striker away. Then they go and get the man who's 36, but could be 26. He's not your average 36 year old. He's not your average 36. He's 26 years old, really. Yeah. And he's... he's you know he's that, them, sorry to cut them. You know them, remember them African man with them dodgy passports, they go young. 
Obafemi Martins. Obafemi Martins playing in under 18s for like 20 years. Ronaldo don't even need that. Listen, listen. His 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 passport is 26, man. But he's modified his game to such a point now where he's a goal scorer. You create the chances, he's going to score. And he loves the big occasion. He loves the big games. Now, and they've got now somebody, a threat in the air, troops. Mm. Zah, somebody who you can go down the wing and you can put a yeah. ball in and he could outjump everybody and head it in. You've got an ultimate striker there now. So we always talk about the spine of the team. Maybe if they would have gone and got another central midfielder, maybe you could have said, then it would have been wholeheartedly, they would have been 10 out of 10. But I still think that the business that they done was incredible. Chelsea didn't need much. Let's be honest. They didn't need much. What they really needed was a striker. Exactly. And they went and got the striker that they needed. They went and got Lukaku. So it's a great window. Sal from Atletico is a good, he's a fine player. Baller. He's a baller. But, you know, you can, you can plug and play Kovacic, Saul. The only one who's really different in there is Kante and Jorginho. The rest you can plug and play however you want to. So th- that's my only reason why I haven't said Chelsea. I think Chelsea are, are number two, obviously, um, there. So West Ham have done well. There's, you know, Patrick needed players because he got rid of, what was it, 16 players, 12, 14 players, something like that. Yeah, he he needed players. Out. He needed players, so he's he's had a good window. But again, I think Arsenal have had a a, a decent window. That's why I give it a six. Because when you look at what we had, what we lost, and what we now have, until it gets on the pitch, troops, it's difficult to gauge. Because you want the names, but we can't attract the names. And it's not like Arsenal not to be able to attract the names. But even when the names were there in the past, we never got the names. We went and got Xhaka instead of Kante. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so Crystal Palace have, have done well, like I say. Even um, Devlin down the road. Everton, Everton. I think Everton have spent hardly anything. Damari Gray. Damari like, Gray. Boy, boy, he's come back with vengeance. Townsend. He's got, he's got a point to Damari Gray and Begovic. He's come back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. Because he's got something to prove as well, troops. He's got something to prove. He's hungry to prove it. He's young. He's, well, he's definitely young. So, again, I think Arsenal are, you know, fifth, sixth or, or whatever in the transfer window. There are a, a, a few teams who are above us. Solely because they've got better squads than us as well. You think Tottenham done well? The Romero, the Emerson Royal keeping Kane. It's kind of pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't want to talk about them, to be honest. Yeah, um, let's, let's... You know, I've, had, I've had enough. I've had enough of their, 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 you know, mates of mine, you know, sending me these memes and all that. But I remember, I'll always remember them troops because you know one thing, you might see an elephant up a tree, troops, and you, you think, how did it get there? But you know what's going to happen because the elephant's going to come down. So <laughs> that's what I'm around, comes around, baby. You know, I'm waiting for that. You know what I mean, Zah? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, big up, Ux, man. I appreciate you coming on. You get me? You lot know where to find him. At Kevin Campbell is the at, in it? At one. N- number one, Kevin Campbell. 
Or you one. find me on the, uh, the Hybrid Squad, at Hybrid Squad, um, on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, Insta. And uh, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, because you got your little Yankee crew as well, innit? I see you, you got yeah. your LA crew. I'm yeah. on the east side, you're on the west side. <laughs> yeah, you're east side. Sophie's west side, yeah, she's west side LA and stuff. So listen, America again, load of gooners out there, great fan base out in America. Yeah. So you know, looking to plug in, and hopefully you'll have me on again some sometime soon, troops. Listen, Unks, you're, you're welcome anytime, man. Anytime. Trust me, your family. So, all you got to do is, yo, Troops, I'm coming on. Yeah, say nothing. I'm, whatever guest I had, I'm just kicking man off, man. <laughs> I say, you're off. I'm just <laughs> Real talk. Uh, well, now, I'll definitely come back on very soon, man. And Zar, good to meet you finally. It's finally, good to meet you. And I know we followed each other on Twitter. We've been following each other for a while, but it's good to, good to meet. Hopefully, next, next is meeting in person. Nice one, definitely. At, at a game. Troops will have to bring you over and we'll link up, definitely. Oh, yeah. trust me. So, so I'm working on my work permit to get into a little bit of my personal life. I'm working on my work permit, which, which should be out in the, in, the, in the next month or so. As soon as that's done, I am fixing my papers for the UK and I'm nice. on the first plane there. Okay. Well, well, Troops, you know the script. You just let me know when you and Zah are coming over and we'll link up for sure. You get me, me, you, Zar, Lee judges, you can have his half a pint, you already know. Exactly, you know <laughs> that, you know yeah, that, you know you that. Me? <laughs> but big up Ox for coming on, big up Zar, my brother, Jets, Josh, you already know. Big up Heineken, and like I say at the end of every episode, blood, stay safe and wash them fucking hands, blood. I do my job, blood, do your job. <laughs> Back again! I pick up my striker, innit, yeah?